Hi, my name is Justin. I'm the developer of Pur Rocket, an iOS space game with cats. And I listen to the One-Off Gaming Podcast. You can find a link to download my game at facebook.com slash purrocket. Welcome to our podcast, we've got a lot to say About all the latest games you're gonna wanna play We'll tell you what's on Xbox, PS3, PC and more We'll chat about some random stuff to you rolling on the floor This is One Up Gaming, sit back and grab a drink It's time to give a listen to what we have to Dave here, One Up Gaming, episode 362 of the One Up Gaming podcast. Uh, this week, yeah, I don't know what we're doing. Don't know, don't know, don't really know. But I will say that this week, please buy Joe Dowling's book, The Outrunners. Uh, just go, go on to say Spotify. Go on to the Amazon store and have a click, click around. I'm sure you'll find it on there. So go to our website, which is oneupgaming.co.uk. We have loads of reviews, features, news, and loads of items that are up and running on there now. The podcast, as always, is sponsored by Games Inspired Music. This is an album. It's got like 20-odd pieces of music. Stream it, buy it. It's cheap. And 20% of each sale will go to the Child's Play charity. So that is that. I will just say two things that we've done this week. Well, two things that I've done. First of all, I apologise for the top. I've just realised, I don't know if it's green or grey, so I don't know how it'll go with the background. I've forgotten my senses. Colourblind is not my friend. Um, Well, colours are not my friend. But I've watched two things this week. First of all, I watched the entire series of Twisted Metal, the Peacock show from the Sony franchise game thing. And I've heard loads of people going about how horrendously bad this was. I had the complete opposite. I knew going into it, it wasn't going to be some high drama stuff. It was just going to be stupid, comedy, blood, guts, gore, and swearing. And I wasn't disappointed. It was really fun. It was a bit cheap and a bit cheerful, budget-wise. But overall... I was really impressed with how they handled the Twisted Metal universe and the characters and things. I was really impressed. I thought it was really good. If you can get this in the UK or somewhere else on a streaming service, then I would recommend watching this. I thought it was real, real, real good. Real good. And the next thing that I watched this week, I watched the Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I heard loads of good things about this movie a couple of months ago. I don't leave the house, so I don't like to go to the cinemas much. But I watched this at home. I've got a nice TV, nice surround sound, lights off. And I never realised it was like over two hours long. And I didn't realise it was... Well, I'm not going to go into details or spoilers. But let's just say that it was an amazing movie. I really loved it. Story might not be the best, but it really gripped me and the art styles because this time instead of it being 
the other Spider-Man coming to Miles Morales' dimension. This time he's going to the other people's dimensions and because he's going to other people's dimensions, the art style changes, the animation changes, all that sort of changes through as he's moving through worlds and di dimensions. And I was absolutely floored by how, how amazing it's all connected and it just flows together. So, yeah, I'd recommend this movie amazingly. Amazing. Yeah, it's just good. Really good movie. So we'll have a quick couple of seconds break and we'll be back with the games being played this week. Hi, I'm Lucy James and I listen to the One Up Gaming Podcast. Hello, Andy. This is Colin. I won't be able to get in tonight. I'm sweating a I'm sweating a Still David, Steve. I'll put my teeth back in. Still David, still episode 363 of the One Up Gaming Podcast. So we have a t-shirt to give away. So just subscribe to the YouTube channel and leave a comment on any video that says t-shirt. And we also have the Evercade Interplay Collection 2 cartridge to give away. So again, just subscribe to the YouTube channel and leave Evercade as a comment on any video. So two things we're giving away, please. And, oh, I've got nits. I don't, I just like to scratch my head. Um, I will just say, anyone like to comment on what this may be? If anyone watches the channel before, you might know what it is. But, I'll open that up in a bit. So, we'll go through some of the games that we've been playing this week. So, first of all, we have... Starlink. Do you know what I've been saying? 300, 362. 63. I think it's 62. Is it 62 or is it 63? Oh, I don't know. Anyway, it's it's a number. It's quite a big number. I'm an idiot. I forget things. Starlink Battle for Atlas. <coughs> and this is the game that came out from Ubisoft a good three, four, five years ago now. And it was kind of like a Star Fox, Star Wing, Lilac Wars style game. But it looked pretty. And it was also available for Xbox and PS4, I guess, at the time. So Xbox One, PS4, PC. And I think it was for Switch when it first came out. Um, but on the Switch, Ubisoft did an amazing collab collaboration with Nintendo and this is the game that you bought and I did actually have this game I don't know where I got I think I sold it somewhere but I did actually have the full box and it comes with like a like a model a toy of the I was going to say airplane but it's not it's like the spaceship and you connect that to your controller and when you put different weapons on the ship then the in-game weapons change, you know, to tally with what you've changed on the ship. Which, it looked pretty cool, but you didn't need the ship. It was just there as a novelty. The game, I thought, played and stood up on its own. But the piece de resistance was, for the Nintendo Switch, they released the game. And instead of the normal sort of ship, I think it actually came with 
the is it the I'm completely going to get the names wrong, but the ships that are in the Star Fox universe, so the the X X. I was saying X-Wing, but that's probably just Star Wars. I don't know what the ships were called in Lilac Wars, Star Fox, Star Wing, all these sort of things. But you had a nice ship model that you could use, and it would be working in the Nintendo Switch version of the game. I liked the game. It starts off like one level in space, and then you kind of crash on the planet. And then you're playing around for a level or so, where you're just hovering a few metres from the ground shooting and getting fetch quests and things like that i thought it was a quite good little game then you get your engines fixed and go back up into the um, space and i turned it off because i got bored but graphically it looks good playability wise i thought it was really nice i thought it was very maneuverable and i could understand what the buttons were doing and what i was doing on the game so i would say starlink is a really fun little game if you find it for a couple of quid, which I think I bought it for a few quid on the Xbox, it's a really good little game and I'd recommend it. It's good, good game. Next up, The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. And this one is an amazing game. Really good. I fell off with Elder Scrolls V. Elder Scrolls 3, Morrowind, I loved. I played that to death on the Xbox, the OG Xbox. Elder Scrolls 4, Oblivion. I played until the Oblivion gates kind of opened to the parallel worlds or whatever it was. And then I just got sick of it and turned it off and never touched it again. So it was quite early into the game. And Elder Scrolls 5, Skyrim. I played it for about an hour and that's as far as I got. And I was just, it wasn't my sort of game. So I don't know if it's just if I'm sick of Bethesda's style of games or if it's just this one that didn't quite click. We'll find out because everyone will be going about Starfield soon. But we'll I'll just leave it at Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. It must be bloody good because it can't get that many awards and that many fans and followers and things if it's not good. But I myself think it's an alright game, just nothing to write home about. Next up, a game called Doggos. Now this one is weird. It's another cheap budget game. And it's got two play styles. First one is a up the screen, into the screen sort of shooter. So um, like the old style Gallagher, Galaxon, those. But it was more of like the 1942 sort of like you go in up the screen shooting things and you get to certain levels and it cuts to a more of an top-down view open world twin sticky shooter sort of game and I think for the price it was really good really fun so I really enjoyed this game uh, I think it's really cheap so give it a go uh, next game cue your blaster now this one I've never heard of, but I got sent it to review, I think. I think I got it sent to review. Either cheapest chips or I got it sent to review. I can't remember. That's how bad this brain is. But this game is like our type. So a scrolling, side-scrolling shooter. And the graphics looked nice. 
crisp, detailed, and I thought it was an, a good little game. Um, I think the controls and the movements are a little bit better than Doggo's, and the graphics different, different than Doggo's. But Q Your Blaster is a fun little game, and I'd recommend it. Anyone that likes the side-scrolling shoot 'em ups, give it a go. See what you think. Next up, Mount and Blade 2, Bannerlord, and this one is an open-world 3D RPG, horse riding, tower defense. It's watch the trailer. I don't know what's going on, so we'll just skip this now. I played it for about 20 minutes, half an hour. Was completely lost. Way too advanced for me. I'm an idiot. If it's not arcade fast-paced action, I'm lost. So watch this trailer and see what you think, and then we'll be back. I have no idea what I'm doing. Uh, next up, we have Cities Skylines Remastered. Uh, this is a game that I really wanted to get into, really wanted to give a good go, but because, again, I'm an idiot. I loved Sim City for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System, or as I call it, the SNES. And I thought that was just pure gold right from the get-go. And when they did produce SimCity 2000 I gave it a quick go on the I think it was like the Sega Saturn and the PlayStation and I don't know if it's just because it was disc based but it just seemed to take an age to load and click through screens and move things and then it got way too complicated because you had to do the not just building the plots of land and putting the telegraph poles in for the power cables and stuff but you also had to put in the uh, the foundations for the water so you had to get all the water and the electricity and all that built into it and it just got too complicated for me but the problem I had with cities skylines was this in this day and age is probably better because you have to have all the underground pipes and all that but on the quick go I had it of this game I kind of got stuck and I ran out of money and I couldn't figure out how to connect the water pipes up and it was practically game over and I'd have to start again because I'm an idiot I really am an idiot as I say 362 not 363 I think <laughs> I don't know what's going on last game that we played this week was Monster Hunter Rise and what can I say it looked nice it played okay characters are completely batshit crazy weird graphical style uh, yeah it's I don't know I just don't get into these sort of games it's like a lot of the Souls sort of games I'm not quite a big fan of those they just don't feel right they a little bit twitchy, a little bit naff. Um, I think the Souls games play a lot better than the Monster Hunter games. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. Monster Hunter, what do you guys think? Leave comments, please. Let me know why I'm wrong. So, we'll 
go into that little tiny toy that I was talking about, the little case. So two seconds. So we have this little case and So we've got the case here, we've got the little machine. So it's an Anbenek RG35XX. So that is that. So as you can see, it's got the home screen with the recent favourites, the consoles that are available on it, and RetroArch. But as you can see, I've got it now set up so it actually plays PS1 games and saves them. So you go to recent, so there's SimCity that I've been playing for like, it's in-game world 200 years. Um, Gran Turismo 2 on the PS1. Vanishing Point on the PS1. Football Manager 20, uh, 2020. Football Manager 2000. Pro Evolution Soccer 2. And Rock and Roll Racing for the Super Nintendo, which I love. And you just press the A button, it loads straight into the game. And you just play. You press the menu button. There we go. Press the menu button, I can't see what I'm doing. And it comes back to that screen and you can just click any of those to get them going. And this, with these little triggers and buttons, is an amazing little thing. It's about 70 quid. You can do all sorts on it. Please, you can buy them from our website. So just go onto our website, oneupgaming.co.uk and have a look at this and see what you think. So that, my friends, is what we've been playing this week with the One Up Game Podcast, episode 362, I think. Fingers crossed. Yeah, so we'll have a quick break and come back with this week's news. So back after that break. Yeah. Hi, I'm Keith Allen, and I play Murphy on Z Nation, and I listen to One Up Gaming Podcast. Hi, David here again, One Up Gaming, episode 362 of the One Up Gaming Podcast. So please, nope, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, leave a comment in t-shirt for a chance to win a One Up Gaming t-shirt and follow us, leave a comment saying Evercated for a chance to win the Interplay Collection 2 cartridge for the Evercade machine. So, t-shirt, Evercade, leave comments, thank you. And we'll move into, I'm confused now, I thought I it upside down. Uh, we'll move into this week's news. So, oh, me back. Do you know when you need to crack your neck and it just won't crack? That's where I am at the minute with my neck. It's just there to annoy me at the moment. So, yeah, I don't know what I'm on about. Sorry. So, we'll go straight into Red Dead Redemption fans protest. Uh, the release they're calling overpriced, lacking new features. This is not the remake fans were hoping for. Red Dead Redemption's newly announced PlayStation and Nintendo Switch release could have been a cause for celebration among the game's dedicated community, 
but instead fans are up in arms over today's news. This morning Rockstar revealed that 2010's Red Dead Redemption is on it and its Undead Nightmare expansion are coming to PS4 and Nintendo Switch on August 17th with physical editions to follow on October the 13th. Rockstar is calling the port a conversion rather than a remaster or remake and the company is charging $50 for this iteration of the game. So someone on Twitter put, Red Dead Redemption, what we wanted. Remake the map in Red Dead Redemption 2 already. 60 frames a second, dual sense features. Only current gen version. PS5, Xbox Series, good PC. What an um, ultimate version. What we got, 30 frames a second port, no 60 frames per second. No remake or remaster. Rockstar, not caring. Um... So someone also pointed out that Red Dead Redemption won't be coming out on the Xbox because it's backwards compatible and it also runs at 4K on the Series X and 2K on the Series S. Um, so yeah. So the original one's $30 for the Xbox but because it's backwards compatible it upgrades it up to the 4K release so you're getting it cheaper and it's just better but that's because Sony don't want to do the backwards compatibility features um, and that's on Sony that's not Rockstar but I do believe that $50 for the game is going a little bit steep it's I mean don't get me wrong it's a bloody good game but it's just weird so following on from that bit of news Take-Two CEO says the next-gen backward compatibility is a benefit but not a must-have. Uh, with recent rumours swirling around the potential for a successor to the Nintendo Switch, many fans and developers have been concerned about a possible lack of backward compatibility for such a console and while the verdict hasn't quite been delivered on whether or not a Switch 2 would have the feature, one major publisher doesn't seem too concerned about the prospect. Uh, so that's Take Two Interactive. Speaking to IGN ahead of the company's quarter one earnings announcement, Take Two CEO Strauss Zenick, Zelnick stated that he felt backwards compatibility was a benefit for cus two customers. However, they added that he'd be surprised if platforms didn't offer that with an upgrade that is a sort of mid cycle. However, I'm not saying it's a must have. Uh, his response was a curious one. My initial question had mentioned upcoming rumoured console upgrades, specifically rumours of a PS5 Pro, but I'd had honed in on asking about Nintendo Switch successor specifically. So I followed that up by asking if he considered the Nintendo Switch to be a mid-cycle, and he said it remains to be seen. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys think? Is it weird? Is it good? We don't know, do we? <laughs> so we'll go to the next bit of news. And again, I forgot to mention, I'll apologise. I'm wearing this tox come straight in from work. I've got to get ready, get sorted, and then I've got to get to bed because I'm back at work tomorrow. Um, so if you can't see me, I apologise. I'll be a floating head. I'm not sure if this is green or if it's grey. I don't know. Um... Please leave that comment in the, in the comments, because 
I'd like to know what colour I'm wearing. So we've got the next bit of news, and that is how yeah you want those games right briefly became a viral sensation. Uh, there's this multi uh, nope. There's this mobile game ad I see all the time on social media. It shows the number of vials filled with different coloured liquid. The goal is to combine matching colours until all vials have one single solid colour containing them. If you've seen this before, one version of it looks like this. Which yes, I've played that before. And again, being colourblind, it's not the best game to play. I love watching this ad, it's extremely soothing, but if you look through a mobile storefront to play the actual game, it uh, almost all versions either full of ads or monetization. They're agonizing to play, they're outright scams, and it's not the only game like this. Colour Water Sort, for lack of a better title, is part of a larger genre of mobile games with similar premises. It has catchy ads, uh, plays fumbling, very easy puzzles that the viewer immediately thinks they could solve. But when you go to play the game, it's heavily monetized, full of ads, or a different game entirely. Other versions include a man trapped in a weird tomb puzzle trying to get to treasure. And again, about choosing the correct path through the series of battles. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know. I don't know what's going on about. Um, that's really... oh, so, is this going on about how someone made a game basically like all those other games all mixed together? I don't know. I didn't read it. I got bored. Help. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Um, um, yeah, leave comments. Do you play mobile games? I don't really. I have that little Ambernec handheld thing, which itches, scratches my itch for that sort of thing. But let me know. So next up, news that no one's surprised about. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 finally has a release date. So Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 finally has its release date November 10th, 2023. Confirmation comes from a teaser trailer which includes snippets of dialogue from the series star Captain Price and Shadow Company boss Philip Graves who said, never bury your enemies alive. Guess Graves survived the events of Modern Warfare 2 then. I had no idea. Uh, the ultimate threat awaits, reads the brief description trailer. No matter else she's known, blah 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 blah. It's confirmed it'll be on PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, and PC. So I'll just skip, stop that there. Oh, I've got hiccups now. So, what do you guys think? Do you interested in the Call of Duty games? Do you think they've had five too many? And it's just getting a bit stale now. Uh, let me let us know. Leave comments. Tell us all these juicy, juicy bits. So we'll go with the next bit of news. Suicide Squad director says James Gunn confident the Aya cut will release eventually. Suicide Squad director David Aya has indicated James Gunn is on board with releasing the Aya cut at some point. Though he is currently busy working on the DCU's Chapter 1 Gods and Monsters, Aya reignited discussions about the director's cut of the widely panned Suicide Squad after posting an image on Jared Leto after posting an image of Jared Leto's Joker 
from the 2016 film on X, formerly known as Twitter. Forza didn't include a caption, prompting some fans to question why he shared it. Aya responded by giving a TED talk on the situation as it currently stands. <sighs> That's the picture I'd have a guess. Uh, what do you guys think? Do you guys want to see this? I think it's another marketing wave to try and get more money for the same movie. Um, but we will see in the future to see what happens. Leave comments, let us know, we'll discuss this, we'll talk about it. Uh, we'll move on to the next bit of news. And the next bit of news is... Mortal Kombat 1 adds Reptile... Ashra and Havoc as new fighters at EVO 2023. At EVO 2023, Neverrealm revealed Reptile joining the roster of Mortal Kombat 1 and that Serena will be the new Cameo? Camo? Cameo? Yeah, Cameo. So who's Serena? I don't know. The news was announced alongside a brand new Mortal Kombat 1 gameplay trailer that showed the characters in action. Also gave another glimpse at the story players will experience when the latest entry in the legendary fighting franchise is released on September 19th. Uh, oh god. It's going on about all these players and characters and likes of Gears, Sector, I've heard of Sector, I've heard of Cyrax, I've heard of Frost, and Scorpion, of course. Uh, Reminds you that also from DLC will be Homelander, Peacemaker, Omni Man will also be joining the roster, which is pretty cool. Um, what do you guys think? Are you excited for Mortal Kombat 1? Or do you think it's just a weird, weird one? Um, oh, my neck. I don't know why I just did that. So we'll go to the next bit of news. And that is... Tekken 8 Director confirms Game 1 have Denuvo. Now, I don't know who Denuvo is. Tre um, Trekken. Tekken 8. But it's not Tekken 8, is it? It's like Tekken. Tekken 8. But I just say Tekken 8. Katsurisho uh, Harada. I'm so sorry. Confirmed that the next main instalment in the Tekken franchise will not include the anti-pass privacy software Denuvo. Aha! It's not a playable character. I do apologise. In the post on social media platform X, uh, Harada confirmed that the development team will not include Denuvo or anything else into the Tekken 8. Harada made the statement after a now deleted post pointed out that Tekken 8's end user license agreement on Steam mentions Denuvo is being used under the third party software category. Uh, it's probably a simple copy and paste of Tekken 8. Anyway, I have no plans to introduce Denuvo or anything else in Tekken 8, so stop your tedious allergic reactions to every single thing and sit quietly the hell down. Oh, God, I love that. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think? Um, is it good that they've said they're not including anything? Because now he's said they're not including out if it ships and people find things in it, that could be quite a big backlash. But we'll find out what we they will let us know in the coming months. What do you guys think? Leave comments and let me know. So next up, EA closing servers for Crisis 3 
Dead Space 2 and Dante's Inferno. I love Dante's Inferno. Uh, EA has announced its next wave of games to lose their servers. As noted on EA Online, EA's online servers services shutdown support page. Bloody hell, that's a big of a mouthful. The publisher plans to close the service for Crisis 3, Dante's Inferno and Dead Space 2 before the end of the year. Crisis 3 will shut down its servers on September 7th. Dante's Inferno and Dead Space 2 servers on December the 8th. EA released, EA released a remaster of Crisis 3 back in 2021 along with Crisis and Crisis 2. Unfortunately, each game in the Crisis remaster trilogy is single player only with no multi online multiplayer component. Though Crytek did announce back in 2022 that he was working on Crisis 4. News on the next installment in this other, in this otherwise dormant franchise has been seldom. These are the latest th last latest three games EA shuttering support service support for in 2023. As early this year, the company announced it was closing service for Kingdom of, uh, Kingdoms of Amalur, Shadows of the Damned, Syndicate. I loved Syndicate as well, and Warp. While last October they announced the uh, Mirror's Edge. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you think? Do you think it's annoying that they're doing this? Can't they just give um, the games to like a third party people to release and then they can see if they want to keep them up or not um, and not charge things that are going on? But we'll see. We will see what happens. Um, it's uh, unfortunately the times that we are living in. So next up. Street Fighter 6 fans hit out at the $15 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles DLC costumes. Capcom has come under fire for the high cost of Street Fighter 6's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles DLC. Each DLC costume costs 750 fighter coins, roughly $15, as is the video game premium currency where you can't buy 750 coins exactly. You need to buy 610 for 12, then an extra 250 for 5. If you want all four costumes, Leonardo, Donatello, Raphael, Michelangelo, you need 3,000 fighter coins. The cheapest way to buy that amount is to fork out $50 for 2,750 and then $5 for 250. It's worth noting these total costumes are just that. They are not new playable characters, but avatar costumes to use in single-player world tour mode, lobbies and in avatar battles, and not available in standard competitive multiplayer. The recently released brand new DLC character Rashid, which costs 355 coins, is cheaper than a single Turtles costume, while the $15 price tag for the Turtles costume is in line with skins and other live service games. The Street Fighter 6 community has collectively hit out at Capcom for what they feel are overpriced pieces of DLC. I'd like to see how these characters look in the game. Um, do we have how they look in the actual game? Come on. No, it doesn't look like it. Doesn't look like it. So what do you guys think? Is this overpriced twaddle? And it's just annoying that companies think they can get away with this kind of thing? Or is this shut up, take your medicine and just accept what it is? So we'll have the last bit of news, and that, my friends, is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse digital release makes one version of the film canon. Two different cuts of the film played in theatres, which I didn't know. 
The digital release of Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse has confirmed which version of the film should be regarded as canon after two different cuts made their way into theatres. Shortly after the second chapter of the Spider-Verse saga hit digital storefronts, fans who downloaded the movie put out a PSA for which version of the film featured on the release after Cinemagoy spotted minor differences in the dialogue and animations across two different cuts that rolled out in theatres in June. Games Radar, Games Radar picked up on the tweets circulating on X, confirming which version is the real deal. One scene featuring Ming... Ming oh god. Yeah, the guy who's a vampire. Aka, aka Aka. Aka! Spider-Man 2099 and his holographic companion Leia ends with her taking a selfie with a bunny filter instead of pointing her finger making that the official version. I have no idea what's going on. The digital release also features Ben Riley, Scarlet Spider making a remark about trapping Miles in his well-defined uh, rather than calling it a sleeper hold. I have no idea what's going on. Anyway, the bloody movie was good. We don't need to know anymore. The movie was good and I can't wait for part two. Well, the third of the trilogy. I can't wait for the third one. It was an amazing movie, really good. So we'll have a quick break and come back with the UK Top 40. So back a couple of seconds. Soon-ish, maybe. Hi, I'm Matt Cap, the lead artist on uh, Binding Bides of Rebirth and the creator of Castle in Darkness, and I listen to the One Up Podcast. <laughs> Still David, still 1UP Gaming, still episode 362 of the 1UP Game podcast. Now we do have, I don't know if it's 62 or 63, I do apologise, I really should write this down. I had it saved on my laptop, but sometimes it updates and sometimes it doesn't, so I might have missed a couple of days, I don't know. Anyway, it's going to be the UK Top 40 News, 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 <laughs> it's going to be the UK Top 40 charts, but first of all, we have a t-shirt to give away, so just like, subscribe or whatever, subscribe to the YouTube channel and leave the comment t-shirt for a chance to win this 1UP Gaming t-shirt. We also have this Evercade cartridge, the Interplay Collection 2, so just subscribe to the YouTube channel and leave a comment saying Evercade for a chance to win, so t-shirt, Evercade. Thank you. So... Yeah, David here, one up gaming. We'll have a quick go through this week's top forty charts uh, in the UK. So we'll start now. So <clears throat> number forty is Remnant Two by THQ Nordic. That was at sixteen last week. Number thirty nine is Dark Souls Trilogy by Bandai Namco Entertainment, and that was at twenty two last week. Thirty eight is WWE 2K23 and that's by 2K and that was at 32 last week number 37 is the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy and that's gone up from Activision Blizzard and that was at 38 number 36 is Red Dead Redemption 2 by Take 2 and that was 17 last week so it's dropped quite a bit number 35 was Mario Plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle by Ubisoft and that was at 36 Number 34 is Final Fantasy 16 by Square Enix Europe, and that was at 30. That seems to have dropped quite quickly from the charts. 
Number 33 is Ghost of Shishima. Shishima. God. This is why we don't use like really dodgy words that in the English language because we can't speak. So that was by Sony Computer Entertainment. Back into the charts at number 33. Number 32 is Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury from Nintendo and that was at 26. 31 is Mario Party Superstars by Nintendo and that was at 27. Grand Theft Auto The Trilogy The Definitive Edition is at 30 by Take 2. Back into the charts. Number 29 is Super Mario Odyssey and that's from Nintendo and that was at 29 last week. 28 is Pokemon Violet by Nintendo and that was at 28. Number 27 is Jedi Star Wars no, Star Wars Jedi Survivor by Electronic Arts and that was at 31 last week. 26 is Lego Harry Potter Collection by the Warner Brothers Interactive and that was at 22. 25 is The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt Complete Edition. That's Bandai Namco Entertainment at 20. Number 24 is Resident Evil 4 by Capcom. Uh, I said Cap uh, Capcom. And that was at 33. 23 is New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe by Nintendo. And that was at 24. Number 22 is Saints Row by Deep Silver. And that was at 35. 21 is Sonic Origins Plus. And that was by Sega. And that was at 23. Number 20 is Animal Crossing New Horizons by Nintendo. And that was at 15. Number 19 is Street Fighter 6 by Capcom. Why do I want to say a Cap... A Cap... Capcom. It is Capcom. I've, I'm, I'm having a brain freeze here. And that was at 14 last week. Number 18 is Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 by Activision Blizzard. And that was at 9. Number 17 is Diablo 4 by Activision Blizzard. That was at 12. Number 16 is The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt Game of the Year Edition. By Bando Bandai Namco Entertainment, and that was at 19. Number 15 is Nintendo Switch Sports, and that was by Nintendo, and that was at 14. Number 14 is Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate, and that's Warner Brothers Interactive, that was at 7. Number 13 is the brilliant Elden Ring, and that's by Bandai Namco Entertainment, and that was at 11. Number 12 is Forspoken by Square Enix Europe, and that was at 34. Must have been a sale on. Number 11 is Minecraft, and that's Nintendo, and that was at 8. Number 10 is Grand Theft Auto 5 by Take 2, and that was at 10. Still at 10. Number 9 is Pikmin 4, that's by Nintendo, and that was at 3. That's dropped. Number 8 is Gran Turismo 7 by Sony Computer Entertainment, and that was at 21. So that's gone up quite well. Must be a lot of sales on at a minute. Number 7 is Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales, Sony Entertainment, and that was at 25. Number 6 is God of War Ragnarok by Sony Computer Entertainment. And that was at 13. Number 5 is The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom by Nintendo. That was at 4. Number th 4 is Hogwarts Legacy by Warner Brothers Interactive. And that was at 2. Number 3 is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. And that was Nintendo. And that was at 5. Number 2 this week is FIFA 23. And last week that was number 1 by Electronic Arts. Um, back up at number one is Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, which I think is a shite, crap, horrible game by Warner Brothers Interactive, and that was at number six. So that is thank you to Games Press and the GFK Entertainment Software Charts, all formats. So thank you for that. 
So that, my friends, is this week's show. Thank you for watching. Please go to our website, which is oneupgaming.co.uk. Um, you can go to our Patreon site, which is patreon.com slash O-U-G. You can, I was going to say you can buy t-shirts like this, but you can't. Um, I can't be bothered to move around. I've got loads of stuff kicking around, but I can't be bothered to move. Buy our t-shirts, go to our store, our Etsy store, our store on the YouTube channel, and just buy t-shirts and things. It helps us get there. Um, Games Inspired Music is out now. 20% of each table goes to the Child's Play Charity. Might be able to... Wait that. Might be able to get our first 100 podcasts, audiobooksontape.com, and that £1 of each will go to the Diabetes UK charity. So if that's available, please buy that. Um, please subscribe to our Facebook page, uh, like, share, bell, our YouTube channel, watch us and send comments and talk to us. You can message us on... Nope, you can watch us on Twitch, which is twitch.tv slash official. Message us on Twitter or X, as it's now called, at, O-U- at official, Or you can email us directly at contact at oneupgaming.co.uk. So it's been me, David, from One Up Gaming, saying thank you all. This has been episode 362, I think we decided. I've got 362 written multiple times. I hope that's right. Uh, yeah 362 so hopefully that's right so please like us, subscribe to us watch us, share us send us any messages, any comments get the t-shirt, get the Evercade cartridge, leave comments just say t-shirt or Evercade for a chance to win these so me David saying thank you so much, goodbye I can hug you on the floor They hate because you let them know that you the ish Now they hate and I because you at the club and proving it And so they choosing it too late cause now they using it Can't wait from how you doing it I know that they pursuing it You will kindly tell them now my baby's here to watch me go And for him I put on a show You just blessed to be here so My baby goes, goes
that you have seen No matter who's wrong, it's you and me I'm coming for you, baby So we can stay happy I'm trying to work so hard For you and me So bad, she can get it so bad that she loves me no bad. I'm a hubby so sad, you looking so mad. Oh, you didn't know that. Next time you should check the ring. I know that one's a throwback. I know you see her flashing it, especially when she gets it low. I'm rubbing on and grabbing it. I tell my girl, go ahead and go. We got it. We got it. We got it.